Okay, it's Buscast for the 16th... No, 19th. <laughs> 19th, 19th of May. It's Buscast 16. But it's the 19th, 19th of May. Uh, and it's the 19th of May because it's Star Wars Day. Which neither of us are seeing today. No. We're not going to see Ep 3. <laughs> but you've seen Hedge, so that's, that's okay. Yeah. I actually talked about this at some... Well, a little bit of length on the wireless um, today. So, um... I, I've lost all my enthusiasm for Star Wars because I've got all my enthusiasm for um, Ser- Serenity. Ser- Serenity, yeah. yeah. That looks cool. What was, there was some other cool trailer you found. Um, the Japanese one. Yeah, an injury thing. Uh, samurai-ish thing. Mm. Which, which makes it far cooler. <laughs> we'll leave that alone. Um, What's it called? Cashern. Yeah. C-A-S-S-H-E-R-N. And it um, looks awesome. But I didn't speak the language, and I don't think it'll ever be released here. Oh, I think we'll find a DVD, and it would still look awesome, and that'll be enough, I think. Yeah. Uh, news? News? Um, we've already said that you're doing another podcast. We probably have, although the um, the success with which I did it was unexpected. Uh, it's just, uh, it's it's really cool. It's me mm. talking. It's like it's like Dublin and Spoons take the bus, but without any of the funny, <laughs> uh, but in higher quality. Um, and uh, 140 people in the last 24 hours downloaded it. Yeah, so give it a couple of days if you're going to go download it, <laughs> take the load off the server. Yeah, I thought, yeah, that, that's kind of an issue because we're now there's two podcasts coming off our already not ours limited server space. I think we're going to have to. Um, bite the bullet and get some service space somewhere and th- that we pay money for yeah like I'd already did or some kind listener who wants this service to continue <laughs> you can and host our files host for our us. files for us because we don't well, we, we know of two listeners Drunk Fan and Ed yeah <laughs> actually we, I have to apologise to Drunk Fan because I uh, first of all I said that we were going to bus cast yesterday and we didn't yeah okay and secondly I said that in the last bus cast we were going to um, reveal this great idea that we'd had, uh, and then we decided not to reveal this great idea that we had uh, about podcasting and uh, and what we could do with it to make truckloads of cash. Right. Uh, and I don't know if we're inclined to. I think we're keeping it secrets at the moment, aren't we? Yeah. Well, at least until we can talk about it properly. Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of in development at the moment, and uh, once we find out that we can't make any money out of it, then we'll you, tell people you, about they're it. They're welcome to have a shot, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we should... We appealed for emails a couple of times, and I only got round to a replying to one from um, from Ed, who knows us kind of off Dawn and Drew, and has emailed us both separately. Is, okay, is that where Ed is from? Because yeah. Ed emailed me as well, and said he enjoyed the wireless, which, yeah, is, which is really cool. Yeah. So I emailed him back yesterday and apologised, and he replied and said it was fine, so that's all good. So yeah, buscast at gmail.com. Yes. Oh, I think actually the, the reason uh, I don't think we've actually had much through to buscast at gmail.com I think people that have mailed us have kind of followed our personal links to our own blogs right and then hit the email and are people not sure how to spell buscast or well, up until recently we did I, I don't know if you noticed but in the template I wrote in email and then wrote the email address because somebody mailed me and said I searched your webpage but I couldn't find the um, email address written down right so I inserted it really roughly into the template which I meant to ask you about, but I never got around to. Oh, that makes sense. So yeah, we've been less less frequent than we should have been. Work's kind of been busy. 
Yeah, but work's been more or less talking about this kind of thing, so it's been quite interesting. We've uh, got a meeting tomorrow with the IT services people again, or the IT prevention department, as they're known. <laughs> but uh, we're going to try and change that, aren't we? We've got open... We well, suggested bringing keg. Yeah, I, my theory is, okay, you walk into a meeting with these guys, you give them gifts, it would be really socially awkward for them to say no to things afterwards. I think they're entirely comfortable with being socially awkward. They are IT technicians. So, again, we have to, if we want to explain to them what podcasting is, we can't link them to our own podcast. <laughs> no, they can, they can link to the wireless. They can link to the wireless. So the one where you're nice to people. Oh, no, no you're no, not I, nice to people. I got, I got angry today and started ranting about the... Um, uh, the Radio New Zealand website which makes me cross every time I go there because it just it could be so good this I mean there's actually some great stuff on the Radio New Zealand website there's a uh, case in point uh, a whole lot of stuff about uh, traditional Maori musical instruments and there's a guy Richard Nunns who's well known in New Zealand for being this kind of expert in the field of playing the sort of the um, bone carving nose flute and, and various <laughs> other kind of things that you whistle you know whistle whistle around your, your head and that makes a kind of a bull roar a sound and these kinds of things and he, he talks about them and plays them and it was actually instead of being recorded in a studio it's recorded in the bush oh, so they have all the, the bird song in the background it's fabulous unless you know where to go looking for it there's, there's no clues on the website that oh, there's there wasn't anything a front page link or anything like no, that no I mean in fact, it's not even mentioned in their schedules. It's played on the radio on Monday. It's sort of, I think it's known in five. And um, there's no link. And in fact, there's no, not even any mention of it in the schedules that they put on their website. So it's just nonsense. Anyway, I've, I've ranted at length so about that on the wireless. Go to, go to the wireless.blogspot.com for... Yeah, if you want to hear me be in a bad mood, that sounds like a really cool <laughs> thing to do. Hey, I, th- I was thinking this morning on the bus... Um, about what I might do with um, Spoonford.com once it's up. Oh, yeah. And I was kind of, I was rambling in my own head and not getting many answers um, about like, what kind of podcast maybe I could do. And I figured I didn't really write as much as you do on the wireless to do a kind of a supporting my blog podcast. Right. But I thought kind of something would be interesting was to, um, I don't know if I could actually maintain it, but actually trying to track down people in unsigned bands that might want to give me music. But by going to lots of gigs and saying, I'll buy your CD, you know, keep £20 in your wallet constantly so that whatever gig you can go to, you can afford to pay between 5 and £10 for their CD if you like them. Yep. And saying, I'm buying this, is it cool if I play one of the tracks on a podcast? And you explain to them what a podcast is. And, uh, and you take the waiver form with you. That's what I, was, uh, I meant to ask you, and I thought it would be quite good to actually ask you on the air as it were delusions of broadcast um, do you think like a waiver form would be necessary I think it would be a cool thing to do simply because the waiver form that you leave a copy with them so you have something that is, is two copies yeah. your copy and their copy and it has the URL of your blog yeah. on it oh it's also a way of them hearing how you've used it yeah I agree to play your music You, I agree to let you play my music signed you know name of band here name mm-hmm. of podcaster here um, and they get a copy and it's got you know send this address to your, your friends and family and fan base I tell you what would be cool if um, guerrilla marketing you know if there was a there, there was lawyers or solicitors or legal folk um, involved in the podcasting scene if they could write up properly worded legally bounding templates for music playing waiver forms and all that kind of stuff well, you could just download it and know that it was legally binding and not be worried about it I mean I'm sure if like I've got some mates in the band and they say I can play a track and even if they do eventually get signed that's never going to be a problem is it well no I think that's um, 
But the thing is, it just it doesn't need to be in legalese. It just needs to be clear as to you know what's happening, who, who's doing what for who, kind of. Yeah, thing. and uh, what the restrictions of that are. So as long as you're kind of upfront and open about it and what yeah. the uh, intentions are, then um, you know so either they'll say no or they'll say yes. And See, because I, I, I was thinking, I, mean, I was saying to you earlier today that I thought sort of podcasts that maybe had lots of in, uh, interviews in would be interesting. I think, and I was I was teaching um, broadcast journalists today how to use cameras, and I was teaching them about basic camera shots and things, and um, they had to go out and film the campus we're on. Yep. And I was talking a lot about how people are interesting. The, the buildings aren't hugely interesting on there. Try and get pe- people in the shot, and. It must be the same with audio content. People being involved, be they making music or speaking or... Well, I tell my radio students, always try and get the sound of stuff happening. Mm. So, um, I mean, this is one thing, the the feedback that we do get on the buscast is people like the the gears grinding and the... the, Bussiness. The bussiness of it. And I think that the the point of it is that people like to hear... that. You know, I mean, it's kind of an obvious metaphor for a a bus ride, but they want to be taken on a journey. They want Mm. to... Um, here, not just two talking heads in a, in a studio, but um, but actually something happening. Yeah, so, I mean, this probably wouldn't work if we if we got together every other night in a studio environment. Because no, I mean, also the the time um, aspect of it, depending on what route, what the traffic's like, is affecting our running length. Yep. And we have to kind of glance out the window to see whether it's worth starting a new. You know, something new coming up now, or whether it's like, well, better leave this. We're about to get off, or the, the, the time recently where we missed our stop because we were still talking. <laughs> but um, I mean, uh, the wireless is the opposite, of course. That's just me talking. So I've just put myself in a studio simply because we happen to have one handy. Mm. Um, so I just walk in, sit down in front of a microphone, hit record, and talk for fifteen minutes. It's odd. Fifteen minutes seems to be the default duration for me. Oh, this is your inbuilt timer. I, yeah. I don't know what it is, but I seem to have this kind of 15 minute thing where I, I, I think if I'd worked on a talk station, it would have to be a commercial talk station so that every 15 minutes I could just play ads. Right. Yeah. 15 minutes is about the attention span of the average person though, isn't it? 10, is 15 it? minutes? I don't know. I think it was something like that. I think like for real information getting across, that's the kind of chunks you're looking at. Maybe I should make 15 minute programs, although I have to say when I interview people... I tend to, half an hour is my default. If yeah. I want to do a really kind of serious, in-depth interview, um, half an hour is a good duration. Maybe there's a key 15 minutes, though, like seven minutes in, you have 15 minutes of gold and then you have the end of, I don't know, maybe there's... there's maybe still it's 15 an, minutes per person, you know, and if there were three people, it would be 45 minutes. Oh, well, we, this is why we said buscasts are about half an hour, because there's two of us. It's got nothing to do with the duration of the journey, it's just that there are two people talking, and we get 15 minutes people each. People carry with them 15 minutes. Although um, you like to podcast where you edit me out. <laughs> that was only because you were on the other side of the room. Was that, a, that was on the wireless feed, wasn't it? Yeah, I sort of incorporated some of our podcasting seminar. In fact, I have to say, you know, if anybody listening to this is uh, of a mind to get some uh, podcasting uh, consultancy work you know, farmed out, then feel free to get in touch with us. Uh, it's something we're thinking about big time, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, it's actually doing some... Well, not, not so much... I mean, there's a number of directions it could go. But um, one of the things that I was most interested in was the idea of giving media training skills yep. uh, to people who do podcasts. So here is how to do an interview. This is what an open question is. Yes. Here is how to hold a microphone. Yeah. You know? I think this is key, and I think um, other people have spoken about it. This, this is the thing to take from radio, the trade skills. Yeah. Not the, con- not the constraints, conventions, and formulas, but the trade skills. Even this is how to hold the mic. This is, the, you know, the plosive P's and B's thing. You know, yep. just basic mic skills. 
um, and, and as you say interviews like open questions like do you like stuff yes <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean to like anyone that's studied the media that's a really obvious thing isn't it you ask open questions but somebody who just um, decides they're going to go and interview bands as a podcast yeah they, they don't necessarily they may have heard interviews but they might not have those skills And well exactly I heard um, uh, the Australian guys who do um, who run the podcast network and, and do um, uh, G'day World they interviewed Howard Rheingold yeah fascinating interviewee awful interview I mean much as what they talked about was interesting the actual technique of the interview yeah. was obviously these guys knew about their subject but didn't know about interviewing yeah and so they had a conversation with him but uh, it was just it was closed questions and it was um, yeah I mean I think there's really a market for okay people are going to do podcasting it's amateur that's fine but it doesn't have to be bad yeah but we're not we're not getting at we want to put lasers in everything and everything has to be polished it's just basic good content it's all yeah. content is king thing isn't it yeah absolutely and we can know. help people along the way you know people that are experts in a bit of, in, we, we, we talked about in the seminar how you get a podcast about winemaking and the, the host is clearly an expert or a connoisseur doesn't necessarily mean they can speak in front of a mic or they can convey information well mm. it's about communication yeah uh, and you know, getting the most, especially if you've got a guest, getting the most out of uh, the fact that you have a guest. Mm. I have this so many basic things you can go through. Not shoving the mic right in their face and making them feel. The, the list is endless, but Joe Public doesn't necessarily know. Yep. So, yeah, willing to consult. <laughs> but there's also the flip side of it, too, is the people who, um, uh, who are media savvy. Mm-hmm. and are new to podcasting and want to know how to do podcasting we're more yeah. than happy to do that as well if you already have these skills we want to apply this to a new distribution method a new medium I think I think the key thing was that we've spent a lot of time researching this as part of work yeah um, and we're quite happy to share because we both work in education and you know that's kind of what we do so. yeah we teach people how to do these things um I mean, I deliberately work in education rather than industry for a set of reasons that are built around the fact that we teach people how to do stuff. I have a kind of a moral standpoint on that and a personal standpoint, and it's cool. So, mm. And I, I quite like trying to be on that. I know we're not the cutting edge of podcasting, but I like the fact that we're, we're here fairly near the beginning. We, we seem to have got a grasp of what's going on. Well, we've sort of sat on the sidelines long enough to look at it, and then we got involved and say, OK, how does this work as somebody who does it? And what are the skills and techniques and what's missing from it? And how can, you know, my thing is, how can radio use these things? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I have some fairly clear ideas about that. I mean, you know, if radio stations wanted to give us money, you know, feel free. I think that's the key message, though. And give us money and we'll talk about <laughs> podcasting. You could just keep listening for free. Exactly. We'll do it here. But there's every chance it'll be mostly nonsense. Yes. It's actually cunningly constructed the way we hide the nonsense and the facts. It, it, it's a pre, pre-planned mix. It might sound... Uh, we're actually completely <laughs> serious and rational human beings, but yeah. we're, we're playing dress-ups as these two idiots <laughs> who take the bus. These are our personas. We've both got cars, big, expensive ones. Exactly. <laughs> In fact, the, the bus is actually a sound effect CD. <laughs> You've all been fooled. Yeah. It took me hours to make the professional microphone sound like this as well. <laughs> yeah. Want to break the uh, the five hundred pound uh, five thousand pound ribbon mic? That we yeah, I just wrapped it in cling film, <laughs> <laughs> sprayed some bad on it. Yeah, <laughs> and we're talking through you know handy towels. 
How did we get there? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, this was a, this was um, preceded with beer today's cast. Yeah, I think I'll we should put that. We normally put that disclaimer in at the beginning so people can either turn up. Or I think it becomes fairly self-evident which ones are the ones that that uh, follow beer and which ones aren't. And we did have the dilemma of whether we went bus, bus, beer, or beer, bus, bus, or bus, beer, bus. We, we almost went bus, beer, bus, but we decided to go beer, bus, bus. And then we almost went beer, bus, beer, bus. Yeah, although... That would have been bad. That would have been bad. Not that we're lightweights. Well, no, but we have places to be and things to do. And, mm. you know. Fish and chips to buy. Exactly. Pizzas to go. Pizzas <laughs> to go. I said the 50 wasn't too bad today. It wasn't, was it? Heading into... Mosley High Street now and figuring out that if I stand up now I have the mic clipped to me yep but you have the iRiver in your hand no I don't in your pocket no you we're gonna, oh no to avoid disaster is it recording? oh this is really short 16 minutes wow oh this is this is post um, rush hour traffic isn't it? of course because we went beer bus bus beer bus bus more beer join us for beer email buscast gmail.com you buy the beer and you get to be on the show brilliant and we should stand up and go downstairs otherwise. This is the noise of us missing our stop. Thank you. Cheers.